All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, presented by The Nation Network. Subscribe for free on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Oilers Nation Radio, episode 95,000. Bag milk, Dan. Tyler is back. Oh, no, you were here last week, weren't you? No, no you weren't. First show back. Tyler's back. And Jay's I sitting here in. Last week. No Rick, no Liam. Liam is still <laughs> gallivanting. I don't know where Rick is. Our roster is all over the place. Liam's in Paris. Rick is not in Paris. The Paris of Alberta. Where is he? Medicine Hat, Alberta. That's where Rick is? Well, that's, well, he was there in the last few days. He's on a little golf trip, I see. He was golfing in Med Hat. The Hat, mm-hmm. is they like I've heard it's a it. good golf spot. In the Hat? Yep. I had a cousin who used to play for the Tigers. So did Tyler Ennis. Well, he also used to work at Blockbuster. So there you go. Former Oilers who were also Medicine Hat Tigers. Ennis, Pitlick, Russell, uh, Buns. Buns. Hey. That was a nice pull. Thank you. He had about 20 minutes of Oilers action there. Mm-hmm. Buns Good to steal. Start off the podcast as we always do for our friends at Oodle Noodle. Try the hot, hot box. It is spicy. It is wonderful. It is delicious. And if you want to see some of the staff here at Oilers Nation struggle with the heat... Check out our social media accounts. It is very funny. Very, very funny. Um, I also liked watching you use chopsticks for the first. Was that the first time? I mean, like, you did kind of yes, kind of no. I actually thought you did fine. I've attempted it a few times, and I just always get frustrated. I think being forced to do it for, like, an entire five-minute segment actually got me, like, kind of in the groove. It's like one of those things where once you get it, you get it, and you, you just can't believe you yeah. never it's knew It's like riding a bike. It. Yeah. I like riding my bike. But remember when you couldn't ride your bike and how bad you were at it? No. When was the last time you rode a bicycle? Two days ago. Oh. I well, ride it. My, I <laughs> ride it to my, well. my slow pitch games. Oh, wow. Sometimes you rode to Seattle, didn't you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Sometimes for you. if I'm feeling like a nice treat in the evening, I will ride it and go get beers and then ride it. Smart. Home. Oh, nice. What's then the you're treat there? Off. The beer. Okay. But also the bike ride. Okay. It's the journey. Do you have one on the way back? Depends. Oh, road pop. Well, no, I'm not while I'm driving. I'm responsible. That's a dangerous wobbly pop. <laughs> a bike? 
Come on now. It is true. If you do try to bike drunk. <laughs> Drinking while biking. Wow, it's like, it's like you haven't ridden a bike before or it's well, like you're back to square one. Also, the idea of someone being like, hey, that's the Oilers Nation guy. It's 7 o'clock on a Thursday. Why is he drinking a Coors Light on his bike in the middle of St. Albert? That's a look I love. Yep. Listen, if it was a.m., we'd have a problem. So you go, you go for your treat to get beer at 7 a.m. on your bike? Yep. He has to set up the rest of his day First somehow. of all, no Jeez. liquor stores are open at 7 you, a.m. You are, you're, well. Obviously 7 p.m. He's obviously got an elite pro serve status. Mm, that is true. Correct. Yeah. You go if there was points those. given out, I would be, I'd be racking them up. I'm proud of you. Thanks. You're welcome. So anyways, I love riding my bike. I might buy one actually. You should. It's a great way to get around. They are even just like sometimes I'll be sitting there and be like, oh, I kinda got twenty minutes. Um, aren't they super expensive right now though? Aren't uh, I, bikes think still? I, think, I think it's normalized. Oh, it's coming down? back again? Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's that yeah. crazy. Yeah. Like it was like crazy out of stock. Yes. Crazy. I th- I think it's kinda I also was thinking of like if I'm gonna buy a bike, should I just buy a normal bike or should I save up a little bit more and buy an e bike and then I could be a little bit lazier? Uh, a, I, do. I don't think you're there yet. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, either. it's about the reason why I get on my bike. Like I'll like this. Well, actually, last like eight weeks have been terrible. But I was biking at least once a week to work, and it was great because mm. like it's just free exercise. I raced my girlfriend home from work. It wasn't even a race. I just did my normal track. She left here in a car, and I biked and I beat her. Wow! No. So uh, yes, I beat her by like three minutes. No. Rush hour on the way back. How long? Me just cutting it? through River Valley trails. Yeah. How long of a trip is it for you? Half hour. I, on the way back, it is because it's uphill. On the oh. way down, it's like 25, 26. It's, it's amazing how much time you save. That's crazy. And it takes me 30 minutes to drive to work, mm. which is crazy. Yeah. If you think about the actual distance, because we live kind of similar, like where we live to where the office is, it's not far. You're at the mercy of traffic and lights and construction. And a river. <laughs> yeah. If we had Uber helicopter, then you'd get here in oh, a minute. It's Casual, casual. For our friends at Oodle. Oh, by the way, speaking of Oodle Noodle, last night was Oodle Noodle Night at the ballpark for uh, Make-A-Wish. How did the home run derby go round two? I failed, but I have a beef. It should actually be my cold performer. Oh, you can save it. Actually, I'm going to make it my cold performer. There's a beef, and it's not even, I'm speaking on behalf of the group of fellow (laughs) home run derby-ists. I, I didn't get to go to the Derby last night, but I've heard your complaints just through the ethos of the rest of the city. And it wasn't me, because before I was even batting, everyone was complaining about the same thing. Mm. And then, whatever, we can talk about it. We got there. And, I gotta, I, and I'm going to be calling out an Edmonton personality. Yeah, you are. I look over to my right right now, and Waz is fucking... Tyler built a bunch of new chairs for the studio, and he's just got his leg up on one doing weird stretches right now. I caught you. <laughs> That's yeah, the thing. I we need that. We need the Feed office. Feed off the furniture. Was. was we need the office. Was isocam. A was isocam would saying. be we need fascinating. To, we talk about was, but people need to start experiencing was. <laughs> was cam on deadline day. Ah <laughs> uh, shit. Anyway. For our friends at Oodle Noodle, try the hot hot box. It's delicious. Battle the heat with more heat. Fire with fire. That's what they say. Tyler, what do you got for a delicious debate for us today? Well, <laughs> we actually got a couple pieces of news uh, throughout the throughout the week here surrounding the Oilers. Bit. The first one being that Ryan McLeod signed a new deal, two years at a two point one million dollar cap hit. So the question is: Is he overpaid? Is he underpaid? Or is this just right for Ryan McLeod? I'll go. I I mean, the dream for me was to have it start with a one, I think. But as more contracts started coming out via the arbitrator, like Philip Kirchev in Chicago, I just, I was like, uh-oh, 
it's not going to be under two. In fact, I was worried it was going to be 2.5 or higher. So to have it come in at two years, 2.1, I actually thought it was a fair deal. Um, given what his peers are signing for, um, points per game relative to those guys and what their contracts were like. So I thought it was a fair deal. I like that there was a second year on it as well. Yeah. Um, I, I was just going to say, I have to give credit to people on this podcast. I, I'm not very good at the prediction stuff, but I feel like you guys were all around that 2.1 mark anyways when you guys were predicting oh. what the... No. Ryan no? McLeod guesses. I have them written down. Oh, perfect. Let's go. What do we got? Tyler, 2.35. Okay. Liam, 2.22. BM, 2.25. And Dan, 2.1. Wow. Oh, wow. Dan nailed it. Wow. I'm not very good at that, though. I like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. It. I just, yeah. That's kind of weird because I think maybe you're tricking us there. Oh, fair yeah, yeah, you I think you honey dick us there. I honestly thought, I thought we were both, I thought both of those guys were going to have to wait until yeah. uh, McLeod's arbitration, though. So, yeah. Um, and it's a good point. Like, again, you mentioned Kurashev BM. He got two years by 2.25. Yeah. So 150K more than McLeod. He had nine goals in 70 games last year. McLeod had 11 and 57, yep. two more goals in 13 less games. Like you go through the list, yep. even a guy like Trent Frederick in Boston, who kind of profiles in a similar way, right? He got 2.3 over two years. You look at Noah Cates in Philadelphia, again, similar numbers to Kurashev, if I remember correctly, Noah Cates, two years by 2.6. You look at Pavel Dorofeyev in Vegas. He got a two year or sorry. He just got a one year deal. I think where's Dorofeyev. No, I'm thinking of someone else. I was thinking of Kurashev. Ignore me. Point is a lot of guys got more than this and they're guys who probably aren't as good as Ryan McLeod. So I think this is a bang on deal underpaid. Okay. So, you know, I'm with BM. I, I was hoping it would start with a one, but then when you look at those ARB cases for guys, I have never heard of ever. hundred percent. And I'm like, I think Ryan McLeod's known quantity here. I think a 2.1 in comparison to that outside of Trent Frederick, I've got a lot of respect for him because he brings a lot of intangibles. But well, he, not actually tangibles because you feel his fists. I was going to say he has a little bit more of the physicality. Right, so yeah. I can I can see that, like, you know, being yeah. worth something. But the other guys, who the hell are you? Um, and they're getting more than Ryan McLeod. So I guess now I could probably say slightly underpaid. Yeah. What about the argument? Uh, so I got this. I did a reaction episode of Better Late Than Never when the contract got signed, and I was taking people's feedback via x.com. And just kind of getting some, of the, give it to you. some of the feedback from people. They go, how is it that the Oilers were comfortable? Tyler, I'm curious your take on this. How is it that the Oilers were comfortable at 2.1 on a multi-year deal for Ryan McLeod at uh, 23 points, but not for Clem Costin, who had two fewer points in the same amount of games? I think the same number of goals, two less assists. Part it's a of fair it. point. It's not, though. Well, I mean, McLeod had the gun to their head with the arbitration. There's that. Also, centerman, worth more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Penalty killer, worth more. More trustworthy player, worth more. Younger? I think they're about the same age. Like, was, like I, I guess about Clean. Clean can't kill penalties. Clean makes bad turnovers. Clean okay. takes a lot of penalties. Yeah. My thought was also right. just... I'm curious to see what his shooting percentage looks like in Detroit because he shot just under 20% last year. Yeah, like he did do his scoring in bunches. I love him. I wanted him back. I love him. Two million bucks for Clean Costin. You, no, no. Zach McEwen signed for 775K. He doesn't have the How dare you compare the two? He, he doesn't have the offensive upside of a Costin, but like if you want to add grit to your lineup, <laughs> you can do it for $800,000, not two million bucks. But it's Clean. But if you had to choose between Clean and McLeod, who'd you pick? It's a no brainer. Well, the reality is Costin should have been like a 1.25. Mm -hmm. Should have and, been. And that's, yeah. That's so like two, at 2 million, 
I love Clean. Two million, no. One point two five, yes. McLeod, two point one. Happy. That's my point. We agree. We just agreed in a disagreement style. Mm. I yeah. think I think Weather fans just kind of fell in love with Clean a lot, and it was understandable because he filled a spot that we were we were missing sorely. But I, I think McLeod is your future. He's your guy that is going to continue to. F- Fill in that back end of the middle where we where we are lacking past Nugent Hopkins. I actually think these might be his last two years at Edmonton in like a twisted way because I'm like that high on him. I think he's going to pop, and I think it'll be a situation where it's like, like I loosely again not a direct comparison at all, but like think of Jordan Stall in Pittsburgh, right? Had a couple of like monster years. <laughs> they won rings, and I was like, oh shit, this guy's got to go somewhere else. He's lowercase Jordan Stall, where I think he's going to have a couple banging years as their third center, and then some team will be like. Oh shit, that guy can actually be our number two C and we're gonna pay him like it. Pull a Sean Horkoff and why'd you laugh so hard at that, Jay? Well, it's just they're two completely different hockey players. So smart defensively. Uh huh. I said lowercase. He's like never gonna be that one good. One is a mutant obviously. and plays extremely physical and like is just but the a scenarios, force in the playoffs. Behind, Jay, the scenarios. Twin towers in front of them in center. Yeah. Right? Playing behind Crosby Malcolm, playing behind McDavid Drysaddle. I think Stalls last year in Pittsburgh, just for funsies. 62 oh, yeah. games played, 25 goals, 25 assists, 50 points. Yeah, yeah. same player. His what did I say? Did I say same player? Rookie I said, season, I said, yes. You did say lowercase same player. I said his similar situation. Season, Jordan comparable. Stahl 29 I'm, goals. I'm with Tyler on this one. I, I think Brian. it's comparable. I don't think it's, I don't think it's outrageous. It's not outrageous. <laughs> oh, let's get... Uh, let's, uh, let's flip brought, Bouchard. Let's hear some outrageous stuff about glad, Bouchard from Jack. I'm just glad I have Jay on the Yeah, I can't wait to... At some point... You guys are going to fucking see the light, but we'll get there. <laughs> yeah. We'll get and you there. You just wait till Ryan McLeod pops home 22 this year. I'm happy. Hey, I, oh. I, I, <laughs> like, don't take my dislike for your comparison of Ryan McLeod to Jordan Stahl as hate for Ryan McLeod. They're two different hockey players. I think the fact it's two years, there is that ability to pop off. I'm going to be like, holy shit, this is actually an insanely good deal. And yes. yes. And then some Risk other teams are going to pay him. Risk and lose Just him, like yes. what happened to Jordan Stall in Pittsburgh. But the nice part about, well, I mean, with. So hang on a second. This is what it's like. And he's going to go reunite with his brother on another team. <laughs> this is fun to watch. They both have oh, brothers yeah, they, in the uh, NHL. Uh, that's where the, that's oh. where the comparison is. Now we can say it's a comparison. Mm. Where's so, his fourth and fifth brother? Stall played six years in Pittsburgh before he moved on to Carolina. How many what years is McLeod for? It'd be six. McLeod's like three now? Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> One is a Viking. Oh, there you go. Ryan McLeod is... Jordan Stahl. Six foot two. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. According to the NHL site, yeah. Kelly Amoto is 5'11". <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jordan Stahl is six foot four, so he's a little bigger. Uh-huh. Ryan McLeod, 6'2", 207. 207, once again. If he's 207, like he needs to use a little more, in my opinion. And he's got, a and he's got speed. More. He's got wheels. Yeah, like he skates crazy. better than Jordan Stahl. Yeah, great skater. But like, wouldn't you think? Yeah, I, he, I agreed. To me, I'll, it would I'll, be, hey, I'll agree uh, when uh, things uh, are right. I would love Jordan or Jordan Stahl. I would love Ryan McLeod to pop off for 22 goals. But don't you think of him more of like almost like an Andrew Cogliano type, where all kinds of wheels, trustworthy hands Hard may Marchand. hands may be. Yep. You know, that's a good comparison. I'd say he has better hands than a Todd Marchand. I said Tarmo Sharma. He was saying. I said Cogliano. And, and Cogliano. Cogliano was just all speed, all gas. Yeah, that's true. Gas and effort, four check. I like He's got that. a little bit more offensive upside. Like, 
Four check. Sometimes back check, Ryan check. McLeod sometimes mistakes you for Nuge. Yeah. Like I don't know what stylistically, like kind of when he's carrying the puck, he's like hunched over like Nuge and kind of slithery a little bit. Like there's some skill there. Kind of like how sometimes when you're watching a game and Warren Fogle like is skiing through the neutral zone and Once you're like, you think it's McDavid. Game. You're Once like, again. it's Connor. Like, I know. Hey, okay, I was very scared to even say that. <laughs> no, out loud. it's okay. It's a safe space. <laughs> Once we got blackout blinds now. Once yeah. a game. It's. I think it might be because of his number too. There's yeah. a role like the jersey might be folded. But yeah, I'm like, oh, McDavid's. Br- what? He's on the third line, and then yeah, it all breaks down around you. I'm like, wait a minute, he ain't that thick. Nope. Mm-mm. Todd Marchand only scored 20 goals once in his career. Yeah, he was just I, for some reason. Well, but he was during the era when those guys were just assigned to blanket the star player, right? Yeah. So I mean, and not necessarily Marchand per actually, se, but he what's was the comparable of 20 goals in 02? That's like a 30 goal score now, <laughs> yeah, isn't it? True. It's like Jordan Stahl. Yeah. I would agree with that. Smaller, <laughs> lowercase. <laughs> Tom Marchand is like it's Ryan McLeod is Tom Marchand with hands. I want to hear from you. Owen Radio Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, what you thought of the Ryan McLeod deal. Um, I was a little bit surprised how split it was, both on social and on the website. But I feel like I mean, they could have signed him for two years at League Min, and there would have been those people on Twitter being like, couldn't get a third year. Jeez, I, oh, I would think if you get a 50-50 split of the fans, you did all right. Yeah, you did, yeah, you did fine. You did good. Good you job, did Ken. <clears throat> yeah, no, that's, uh, you know, if you're building the pro and con uh, Ken Holland box, SWAT analysis, that's a pro. Before we look at what that means for Evan Bouchard, given what is left, uh, Cam Lewis wrote a bunch of contract comparables for Evan Bouchard the other day at OilersNation.com. I want to tell you about the Oilers Nation Open coming up on September 1st. That is the Friday leading into the long weekend. We are running out of spots. So if you have a team of four you want to submit, get it in now because we have very few spots left. You can do that at nationgear.ca. We also have a handful of mosaic golfer spaces available. If you don't know what that is, we just take singles and we mash them together. What we've learned, the Mosaic teams end up having a blast and so, uh, oftentimes they come back the next year just as a crew. I was talking to someone uh, yesterday and they were super disappointed because they aren't, weren't able to make it. And they were like, I wasn't even trying to get a group together. He was like, I only wanted to play as a Mosaic golfer. It's fun. You yeah. get to meet fellow nation citizens and mm-hmm. you have a blast and you just, you know, you have a great day. Or a third option if you want to play is you can bid to golf with Tyler and Liam yes. or Jay and Chalmers. Time Where are we at on the bids? Auction update. Is there a further update? No. I think we're uh, tied now. There yeah, we are update. back to being tied. The bidding is at $1,050 for each. Oh. Ryan isn't on one. Amar isn't on the other. $1,050. You got to increase them by increments of 50 bucks Or more. Or take, more. Yeah, why take not? A swing. Tyler at OilersNation.com is where uh, you need to email to get your bids in. So the next bid up has to be minimum 1100 bucks. You and a friend, so two of you, yep. get to golf in the Oilers Nation Open, and you can pick with either Jay and Chalmers or myself and Liam. Team Real Life or Team Owen every day? Kind of depends on what kind of day you want to have. I think so. I think Liam and I can be <laughs> I think sneaky that would be good a- golfers, and we'll have a good time. Jay and Chalmers are golf hardos. I think <laughs> you can definitely have a good time with Liam and Tyler. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you can have a better time with me and Chalmers. 
Also, a fourth option, if you'd like to come and you're not a golfer, uh, you can volunteer with us and help us out. Just send me an email, dan at oilersnation.com. And that's an automatic blast. Yes. It's great. The volunteers always end up having a blast too because you're cruising around the course. You're doing all kinds of stuff all day. So yeah, dan at oilersnation.com if you want to volunteer to help it out. Again, that is on September 1st out at Millwoods Golf Club. Going to be a great day. We're going to raise a bunch of money for Gregor's grads. It is going to be fantastic. Nationgear.ca is where you get more details or just sign up, get a team in. Get a mosaic spot filled. Let's go. It is going to sell out, I promise you. So do not delay. Next thing I want to talk about uh, before we move on to the big Jeff Jackson news from yesterday is just Evan Bouchard. We're waiting on him right now. Depending on which cap site you look at, Cap Friendly has the Oilers listed at 3.5 because Nima Linen is on the roster for them, whereas Puckpedia has them at about 4.28. Depends what you got. So if the Oilers sign... Bouchard for less than three and a half. They got an opportunity for a 22 man roster provided they got a league min player on the other end over that. It's going to be a 21 man roster thoughts, Tyler. Yeah, it, it does get like a little bit complicated because you can go up to 4.2 if you take off one of Nima Linen or Peterson, but that's with Broberg off the roster. Broberg's 860. So I think the most likely kind of scenario here is it's Broberg on the roster, not Nima Linen to start the year. Yep. And they're going with 12 forwards not 13, which isn't ideal, but whatever. It'll leave them at somewhere around 4.1 to 4.15 million bucks, I think. You can sign Bouchard with that. I think the comparables are pretty straight. Give, all, give it all to him? Not all of it. Okay. I think the comparis- the comparables are pretty good or like pretty straightforward. Keandre Miller in New York played a lot of minutes there. Young D-man, 23 years old. Got a two-year deal, 3.9 mil. Owen Byram got two years, 3.8 million bucks. Offensive-minded defenseman, all of that stuff. You give Bouchard two by 3.85 or 3.9, that's the deal. Good enough. He's probably going to pop home 60-plus points next year to get a 60-point D-man at that kind of contract is good. So, easy. Jay? You can't, like, there is (laughs) no way to galaxy brain yourself into thinking 3.9 is not a great deal for Evan Bouchard. Hurts the team. How? Prevents us from signing a death player. Purchase the trade deadline. Um, so he needs to. <laughs> he needs to. He needs to sign. I, okay, there's if a lot to unpack. If he could sign for three point four, that'd be awesome. That's what he should do. It'd be awesome. That's what he should do. It's I about your it. next ticket, and your next ticket should be signed with another team because it's going to be way too high. <laughs> way too high. Trick some other team to pay that money. Because it's going to be way too high. Are you just convinced that this is like a Darnell Nurse 2.0? You got to... Uh, okay. Like in the sense... Not his dad contract, not his dad on the power play. Dad offensively is fantastic. 39th and even strength points amongst But he's time. he's a number six defenseman. Jay. He's Justin Schultz, man. He's their best puck mover. He's okay. He He's okay. He's okay once he gets to the blue line and the controller turns off. Once so, he gets from there to the ringette line, I know there's not a ringette line in the NHL. So you have him behind CC and uh, no, 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 Darnay. He's there's, behind Darnay. There's a there's a, a more systemic okay. issue. Okay, so he there's is, a more systemic right. issue. The fact that right. he has to be our number yes. one right D. Right, and so that, but to me, that's not his fault. No, I, I know. Right, and that's but so that's, I, that's, so that's why like goes to but, 3.9. but once again, right. So if he, he signs his bridge, that's going to be fine. As long as it allows us to have that, that option, that cap space, to either sign someone now or to have the trade deadline. Or sign someone now that we can send down to open up space to the trade deadline. Like, 
like that 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 is so crucial to this season because yeah. we still need to add it. We are kidding ourselves if we think our blue line is strong enough right now. Oh, I agree with that. Good enough well, to get so you to the playoffs, but but, but, yeah. but but I don't think that's Evan's fault. It's but it's not. Yeah, I'm not attacking Evan no. right now. There's circumstance. Yeah, and there's also like so like like is he worth three point nine? I'm not mad if he makes three point nine million. And it's it's when he makes seven million, that's where like everyone's gonna like see the truth and revolt on him. <laughs> guaranteed. <laughs> well, yeah, guaranteed. Yes, we saw the playoffs. The way you're phrasing not, that is so funny. But the see, thing I, is, I agree with not, you. There. He's not a good like. He is his shot is amazing. He's he's offensive. Like his his passing is good. He he's a puck a good puck mover to a point. But defensively, he's not there. Okay. He's not but there. There's two Evan Bouchards we've seen. There's the defensive Evan Bouchard. No, 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 no. Okay, no, 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 no. okay, perfect. There's the Evan Bouchard playing with Duncan Keith in the playoffs two years ago. Yep. There's the Evan Bouchard that's played with Cody or uh, Matthias Ekholm mm-hmm. down the stretch and into the playoffs. And then there's the Bouchard who gets stapled with inexperienced Philip Broberg or whoever and or Chris Russell, and you're like, okay, there's problems here. Yeah, but it's like I've seen him big mistakes with good uh um wingman if you will he's like a with quality with. he's a quality four because if you him and Ekholm are so good together i'm interested to see what a full year of him and Ekholm together looks yeah like I, and that's like I, i'm willing to wait and see current state and, and i know he's still developing but just it's still, yeah. it's but what we did it to justin schultz we He's a, an offensive-minded guy who can pass and move the puck and quarterback your power play, and we put him in the one slot, and then we fucking skewered him. And then but, he went and signed and made $5 million, put in the right position in the third pair, and he's had a tremendous career because that is what Justin Schultz Kate, is. But all we're Devin doing... Bouchard isn't that far off from that. And, I, and that's the thing. Like, If you pay him big money, you just can't be... Unless you're Eric Carlson, and, and and you see what he like, he's making way too much, and you see what that whole ordeal is trying to move a contract like that. It you you gotta have that defensive element, okay? And I agree with you that we need to make sure Evan Bouchard slotted correctly. But we're doing we're, we're almost, putting him number one right now. That's not slotting him correctly. We did in the last half of the season. He had a good partner. Schultz never had a good partner here. Fair. And now we're giving him a good partner and but letting him st- develop But properly. he had a good partner and he still made a significant gas. So I understand he's still developing, but I just, I just, I say all these things to just draw awareness to it. <laughs> like sign a one, sign the deal that gives us some room. Just do that. Show like, like just do that. Cause your next deal regardless is going to be sweet. So if it has to be a one year for right now, just do it. But it might be with the Columbus Blue Jackets. No, well, then it, it, it's <laughs> depending what the ask is. Like, yeah. do, do like are like are you happy on his next deal if he if he's on the books for seven million bucks? Yeah. If he's if he's producing at well, that, level. I would sign. I would. But what's what's produ- what's a seven million dollar? And that's where I agree. You? And that's where I agree with you that he will be yelled at no matter what because of these bridge deals. What's but what's a what's a seven like what is a seven million dollar defenseman to you? Would you have paid for seven million dollars to have Mike Green in his prime? Vince Dunn just signed a seven point three five million dollar deal, four years long. Physical. Can okay. defend. Ish, okay, right? Like that's like you got to have like you got twenty six years old though. I think Bouchard can defend at a Vince Dunn level in three years. We'll see, and that like and, and if once that's proven to me, I'll change my narrative a yep. little bit. But I I don't know if it's in his game. I, I don't because I feel like the intensity that we want. I feel like he 
tries to like force it and it's not natural. So like he can't be who he isn't. Quinn Hughes, $7.8 million on his bridge. He doesn't oh, defend that's, that's an elite skilled defenseman though. That is not like you cannot compare Quinn Hughes to, uh, to Evan Bouchard. Yeah, there's a gap there for sure. Like, that, but like Quinn Hughes is Kale McCarr light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bouchard is not Kale McCarr light. But Bouchard would be making half of what Quinn Hughes exactly. would be making on his boat, on his bridge deal. Like, that's cool. Like, that was a boat, bridge deal. Quinn, signed, he signed a five. What, what did he sign? It was a five year deal, but it carries him to age 27. Like, it's yeah, not but like that's a, a five year deal, though. Like, that's, yeah. that's, and that's, that's a lot of money for a young D man. Yeah. Yeah, but, but he's he proven it, though. Like, and the yeah. kid wheels around the ice. Yeah. What's your Kate's number? It really comes good. right now. Evan Bouchard. I, I just hope he signs for like three, four or whatever. Like whatever it is for seven seventy five. Like that's like, that's it. Like, like, and, and go and like earn that big deal. And if the, the game evolves and there's the defensive thing, then yes, I want that big deal to be with us. I still think there could be some development opportunity there. I don't know if it's in his pedigree or in his DNA to do it, but let's see if I can get there. And then sure, but if not, have someone else take on that big ticket. I know, I know, if I know my brand is like to shit on dad, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm not trying to shit on him. I'm trying to like under. I'm, I'm trying to really. I I think I have an understanding of the player, yep. and that's why I say this. But right now, this is a salary cap situation, not Evan's fault. Yep, and that's why maybe it has to be a one year deal. Like we we need that flexibility if we're trying to win championships to. Ryan McLeod's point, like, there wasn't much money to give around. You know, champ, winning championships, what gets you paid? Like, that's how you need to think. So, like, at the end of the day, what's, like, five, when I say what's 500 grand, that is fucking life-changing money to an individual if it's going from zero to 500 grand. Mm-hmm. But in this circumstance, knowing that, like, that big ticket, like, is coming, like, like everyone's got to take, like, Everyone's just got to take a little bit less at the moment, right? You, yep. you got to do this. Like, if we're really thinking we're going for it, and the minute, if you have, if you have in one or two years, Stanley Cup champion Evan Bouchard, he'll probably go sign for eight or nine million somewhere. Perfect. Mission accomplished. Yeah, could be. Dan, what do you got for a number? What's your prediction? We're going to, Tyler, write these down, by the way. Oh, yeah. I can't even say mine's a prediction. Mine's just like what I want it to be. Well, what would you, okay, what you want it to be, and what's your prediction? Uh, well, I'm saying three eight five. By how many years? Two. I think he's gonna do the. I think he's just gonna do one, three point seven one. Or they should just flex and just do one at three. Like, or should, like the only time they can. That's flex the best. The they, if they're gonna grind them, now's the time. Jay, what's like, your guess? Like, well, I, I, I'm just gonna try to manifest it. Oilers flex the one time you can flex, and do one by three, three by one. What did a right-handed defenseman sign for this year? Like, what were the right-handed defenseman free agents? Because that's what you'd have to be looking at for next year if you're letting Bouchard go. You have to bring somebody in to replace him. Yeah, no, I don't think that's how you think, though, just because no? he's RFA, right? And he's, yeah. I mean, the ARB case with him, I think, is a little spooky, suppose, potentially. Yeah, yeah. So that's Super why, spooky. But that's why I give him the second year. You just get him 2 by 3.85, cost certainty heading yeah. into a summer when the cap's going up. If, if, if you could get 2 by 3.495... That would be that amazing. would be the best because then you can afford to keep an extra piece on the roster. I agree, yeah. and then also just like I said, that next year because the salary cap is going to go up, that contract will look real, real good. <laughs> and I and I get it; it's not a, it's, it's got to be for both sides. But like we've got this little window of time that everyone's got to kind of like abide by. Yeah. Um, also, a two year deal would bring him to the end of Leon's deal, and if there's a sacrifice to be made to sign the big man, well, 
anybody. Yeah, I think there's, there's, a, I think there's other ways to... If, there's going to be other ways. And it's worried, also we're right? going to see how much the cap goes up. Yeah, because if the cap jumps guessing. up 14 million between now and then, you're not going to struggle to sign those guys. At that point, you know, you're, you're dealing with only two more years of Jack Campbell. You can probably get out from that. You could buy out the last year of Evander Kane. You could do a handful of things to give yourself money. Like... <laughs> There's not, there's nothing you don't do to make sure you keep both Bouchard and Drysaddle if you need to, right? The other major news that happened this week is the Edmonton Oilers announced bright and early yesterday that Jeff Jackson, yes, that's Connor McDavid's agent, well, former agent, came in to be the new CEO of Hockey Operations. Tyler, you wrote about it a little bit this morning. What were your first thoughts on seeing Jeff Jackson come in as the new business daddy on Hockey Ops? I, I love it. I love that we didn't even hear like a rumbling or like a no one, no inside, I guess because it's August or whatever, but like no insider on a podcast was like, you know, I'm hearing the Oilers are like looking to shift things up. Shuffle Jeff Jackson's board, in the mix. Like we had heard some stuff earlier in the offseason about Bob Nicholson's future, but it was squashed like real quick by some local guys. Um, turns out the organization kind of had a plan and I love the fit of Jeff Jackson. It. I I understand why some people would read the first sentence of the news release and like roll their eyes and be like, oh my God, they, McDavid's agent. Oh, of course, like classic Oilers. But he's also like mega agent. He's mega agent. He has a very long track record, both in terms of his lawyer career and his hockey career. He played in the NHL. He's been an AGM before. He's been in different front offices. Now he's represented players. He's seen like every side of the hockey world. Mm. Bringing a guy like that in, to run your organization is a good move. Think of what Montreal is hiring Kent Hughes to be their GM, right? Like teams hire former agents all the time. And the other side of this is why would it ever be a bad thing to get the guy who's tight with McDavid into your organization? And, and the, the other thing that I keep kind of going to in my head is would Jeff Jackson take this job if he wasn't like 99% sure Connor sticking around? You don't take this gig if you're That's, like, if you've talked to Connor more and Connor's like, you know, I think I'd like to test unrestricted free agency. Like one if, day. if, if, if that is the only thing it means. Yeah. Win. And it means Leon's Massive not going anywhere win. either. Because if Connor Stan, Leon Stan. Oh. That's just like this was actually a pretty big it's, day. It's 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 really helped with my anxiety about the Oilers. I think it's a great move. Just even like obviously the Connor McDavid angle is huge. And if it's even brings it up twenty percent more that he stays because of that person in that spot, then that's a win in itself. But I also like just it is a fresh, fresh blood at the highest level of this organization. And for a lot of people that go, oh, the Oilers only hired former Oilers, blah, blah, blah. This isn't that. Yep. Ken Holland now reports to Jeff Jackson. And I find that to be amazing. And four weeks ago, Ken Holland and Jeff Jackson were working out the Connor Brown deal. Which is a little That's odd. A, yeah. Promotion. I said, I made this joke on real life, but the idea of Jeff Jackson being like, knowing this was coming and being like, listen, Connor, there's no offers. I, this is the only one. It's just Edmonton, <laughs> big guy. I'm sorry. Well, the timing on it is intriguing because I watched the presser yesterday and they go, oh, well, this idea of working with the Oilers kind of came about around the draft. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Hold up. You go back but and look, Jeff Jackson. Again, guys, he got Connor Brown paid. It's $4 million yeah. bucks. Yeah, it's a $4 million like, it's, deal. Yeah. 100%. I, I think my only, my only like I 100% felt yesterday when I hit that, when I heard that news, I felt like the morning that we got Pronger and Pekka, like it felt Whoa. that same kind of level just because, just because it was a certain amount of, I've always been telling myself that Connor and Leon means that we're going to have Connor and Leon forever. But yeah. that wasn't it, it. You said it, Jay. That's all that move signal to me is yeah. that Connor is a, in Edmonton weather for life. 
Didn't, and, uh, like didn't, anything that's always like upper management, I want to shit on a minute. Yep. I'm like, I don't think I hate this. I think this is actually a good thing. The only question mark I have is I literally don't know who this human being is and what his like, what his opinions are on stuff. And I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to being able to learn more about yeah. him and hear more from him. Taking care of Connor. Take yeah, care of Connor is exactly all that it. matters. Yep. You know what? Connor loves Leon. So we take care of Leon too. Take care of Leon. Yep. Boosh, Frankly, Boosh you know is what? also a Wasserman client. He is. Oh. So that's the thing. He founded the agency. Yeah. So, like, does he own shares in the agency? Mm. So you have to like put him in a blind trust and blah blah. blah all he, that handed, shit. he handed oh. everything over to Bob. Yeah. So like, he's I still gonna get his, So he's gonna get paid by the Oilers, and he's gonna own shares in a company that makes money off of Connor McDavid's contract with the Oilers. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! David's next deal is like thirty million a year. But he's, but he's not Oilers in the room talk. when the negotiations are happening. Yeah. He just tells the GM exactly what to do ahead of time. It was so funny at the draft when Kyle Dubas had to leave the table. Yeah, or like Brad Tree Living or wasn't tree, there. Or Tree Living yeah, had to leave. Yeah, yeah. Tree Living had to leave. He got to show up table. after the Leafs pick. That's just... I also love that yesterday Dubas is just like, and the new GM of the Pittsburgh Penguins is Kyle Dubas. That person, <laughs> that gift, someone tweeted yeah. out there like Dubas negotiating the deal, and it's him with the two phones up to his ear. <laughs> uh, That's great. I wonder if it comes with a pay raise. Because if it does. Well, he talked Shame to, on he, you. As the GM, he talked to his boss, which was also him, and he was just like, you know what? I deserve a raise. He's like, you do deserve a raise. Here you get, go. Get a nice severance package for not having the one title anymore. Yeah, yeah it'd be great. Hell yeah. <laughs> Back to Jeff Jackson, though. I think this is a win. I like it. Yes, I'm excited to see what he does with, like, also just, like, from the business side. Like, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, hey, I mean, interacts? it's an interesting time in terms of coverage of the team. Like... That is interesting. So Bob Nicholson has got essentially bumped up to a made-up title of advisor to somebody, <laughs> advisor to the clouds. This uh, seems like a, we respect you too much to tell you to get lost. So yep. Or maybe they go. just didn't have an out clause. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah like, just, he's yeah, going to be doing out. the same scouting Duncan right. Keith is doing as he drives by the Penticton Arena every now and then. Well, Duncan Keith had one job. Yeah. Get Patty Kane here, and he yeah, failed, failed miserably. Failed. Well, so far. So far. I'm talking about a guy who would only take league minimum to sign. Not Patty Kane. He'd do it. You think so? For fit? He want, he, he's looking for ships. Yeah, maybe. Is there anyone out there, like, realistically, uh, that, like, say Bouchard signs less than 3-5 and you can get a league min deal. Like, Tyler, like, you PTO everyone. That's your thing. Hashtag PTO Every, everyone. Yeah. Like, why Is there wouldn't any you, options? Right? Everyone but Jake Vertanen, sorry. PTO everyone but PTO Vertanen. Patty Kane. He okay. <laughs> what's that's what take. is the deadline that they have until they can sign a free agent for the season? Is that in December? Do you know what that's I mean? That's just for RFAs. Oh, okay, so like yeah. Patty King could, could sign on deadline. Think day. of uh, Evander Kane, right? He signed yeah. that time, like January. Right. Um, so the free agents who are out there, who I think are somewhat interesting, on the blue line, there's really only once. There's three UFA D men. Calvin DeHaan is he anywhere? Uh, I don't think so, but I think he's kind of a little past. Did Mark Pissick sign? I took a. I like Pissick. But there's three. Where's he been though? Chilling, playing, <laughs> playing on. I uh, remember line. he like blew out his ACL like in camp last year. Oh, okay. uh, but anyway, so three free agent defensemen that averaged more than 19 minutes last year. Three UFAs. Okay. Ooh. Dumba, too expensive. Yes. Caleb Jones, we're good. <laughs> Simone Benoit, who in Anaheim averaged just north of 19 minutes a game last year. Six foot three. Minus 400. Minus 400 because he played on the Ducks. Yeah. Prime Nicholas Lidstrom would have been minus 30 on that Ducks team last year. Impossible. 
Yeah. I like him as a D-man. And then the forwards I listed on uh, in my article at Oilers Nation today. What do you got, Tyler? Um, like I love Noah, a good PTO. Noah Gregor. I'm it, surprised just legit. I feel like that's collusion. Anywhere. Just because of Greg's, yeah. Um, I feel like Noah Gregor is going to go somewhere with a more clear path up the depth chart. And that maybe doesn't quite exist in Edmonton. But I still think he's a damn good player. And if he's willing to sign for league minimum to play a season at home, I think that would be a, a really interesting idea. Uh, Maxime Comtois is another one, just because we're getting to the point of the summer where it might be like, hey, man, are you taking league minimum or are you going to Europe? Like, come on. Uh, Tyler Mott, if you're looking for someone to help on the PK, but you kind of have pieces like him in like a Yanmark, so I think he'd be a little redundant. And the one I like the most is Pius Suter, former Red Wing, former Blackhawk. Uh, why? 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 competition with Elaine Peterson for the 4C spot. I think we need grit. I mean, sure. Like I, I, need do. A little, I think we need something with a little bit of sandpaper. That'd be the dream. I just, I never scoffed a guy. I look at Suter. I don't know about you, but just even the name Pius Suter doesn't scream <laughs> sandpaper. He's 5'11", 180 unless, pounds. Unless <laughs> Pius is... Sandpaper in Swiss. It might be, but his but the last three seasons in the <laughs> NHL, fourteen goals, fifteen goals. Sounds like a goals. good like like. No, I was gonna say Castrata singer, um, which would mean a singer that's had their testicles lopped off, which mm. was a, a practice a long, long time ago. What? Um, if you don't do a good job, it's on the table. <laughs> <laughs> or was it to like be on their, the table? Or was it to make their voice higher? That's exactly why. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yes. Would it work? <laughs> Yes. Oh yeah. Really? It used to be like a standard practice. Yeah. That singers would get their yes to, to have that high. Like, At what age? And I was trying to think of what I, was, I wanted to say baritone, but that's like that sounds no, like rough. Uh, that's deep falsetto. Deep. Uh, falsetto. Falsetto. Yeah, you yeah. get extra testicles. That's what in. I was looking for for Pius Suter. Yeah, they insert an extra. one. But maybe it's a castrato singer. I don't know. But if you go and search, there's like there is recorded. <laughs> Uh, recordings of like the last, like a lot, like that was a long time ago. So I googled singers with no balls. <laughs> no, <laughs> they, there is a recording of the last Castrato singer because like they stopped it once they realized how inhumane that was. I don't know when nineteen seventy five. I put Pius Suter, Suter into Google <laughs> Translate and it came up as then sigh in French. So then I like the sigh. idea of this becoming a bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the last Castrato singer. Yeah. How long ago? <laughs> Uh, 1922. Yeah, Alessandro Moreschi. So that means it was a practice as late 1800s. Yeah, like 100 years ago, they were lopping off people's balls. So anyways, yeah, I think Pius Suter could fit on fourth line. <laughs> in closing. Well, here's the thing. I asked, so Lane Peterson was in the Canucks organization before he went on to Columbus. So I talked to our boy Quads. He only played as a winger there. Hmm. And Does here, Ken Holland know that? And he, well, the the guide record book lists him as a C, and that's what my concern is. We're having a Derek Broussard situation all over again. He had 18 goals in 22 games in the AHL last year, and you go fucking hell. But the the notes from the boys at CA was foot speed's not great, hell of a shot, mostly plays wing. Not sure why you guys are calling him a center. <laughs> I'm gonna Stop. throw I'm gonna throw a name, Danton Heinen. I don't hate that. He's 400 games in. And he's a point four five points per game, point four on average. That's good for depth. Listen, all I'm saying is we need some cornerstone insurance. I like Hyman. I like cornerstone insurance. You like Hyman? Yeah, he's already an Hyman. Like I like Zach Hyman too. Very, very handsome. Apparently a shit golfer though. 
Yeah, they were just taking all liberties out of it. That's my favorite part about that tourney is that they get a little bit of personality, feeling loose. And the line from Connor, to paraphrase, was just like, I don't even know why this guy puts on a golf tournament. He is terrible. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Anyway, Cornerstone Insurance is Edmonton's premier boutique insurance brokerage with over 90 years of success and still growing. If you visit cornerstoneins.ca forward slash nation, you can get a tenant or condo insurance quote in just a couple of minutes. And if you use the promo code nation, you get exclusive rate. So you get your mm-hmm. insurance products done, citizen of the nation, you get yourself a little discount. What's not to like there? Cornerstoneins.ca is where you need to be to make sure that you are properly covered. A lot of different payment options. That's what I like about my experience with them. You could do it all at once. You could do monthly. I go once every three months. Oh, you're a quarterly guy, eh? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yep. And I. So why did you, you choose quarterly? Yeah, by it the says way? a lot about you. Ah, uh, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of. No, sorry. Every four months, I pay. I make three payments a year. I go thirty percent, thirty percent, forty percent. Why do you do that? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I like, I like my monthly because then I know my fixed. Yes, I do. I do my lump sum, and then I always forget. Then the other eleven months feel free. Yeah, of course. Oh, that's fair. Makes I sense. do kind of like doing that. I, I, I love that. like when I do travel. I love paying as early as possible oh, for it. Then so it feels when you like go on the trip, trip. It feels free, and that oh, is awesome. Amber and I did that with our trips. Like we paid for them all in June, and then we were sitting there paying our Mastercard bill in June, and we were like, "Damn, this sucks." But we're like, "Ah, next few months shouldn't be too bad." Yeah. Tonight I'm going to a concert. I bought those tickets ages ago. Free, free night concert, and yeah. then you. Free I always night. feel like you splurge a little more because oh, in the moment okay. you're like, "Oh God, this sucks," and then like yeah, you know, on the whole doesn't work. And then <laughs> it's like, "Oh, it's a free concert, so I should buy four hundred dollars worth of merch." Yeah. Oh, Uber Black, let's do it. Oh no, <laughs> a couple that's, of cocktails. Why not? Okay, that's only if you got no time in LA. Surge pricing on Uber on the way home let's go we ride it anyway sounds like a lot of personal experience here well it happens to the best of us you know happens to the best of us uh really quickly before we move on to the next little items just want to say happy birthday Amanda kane turned 32 on wednesday mm-hmm. shout out to Amanda kane Been golfing a lot on his instagram riviera yeah bougie you got a good swing yeah, bougie golf course yeah but she's a low single digit cap like he's he, he was a, he's a lefty too yeah Hey, Evander, if you're free September 1, come on down. Hell yeah. Do it. Uh, the other thing I want to mention quickly before we get to uh, some assy idiots and hot co-performers is Milan Lucic was on Spit and Chicklets this past week, and they asked him a lot about the... I find it so funny that whenever they talk to a flame, they always ask about losing to the Oilers two years ago. And based on what I've got from Lucic here, the Flames were just completely rattled by the Oilers, and I loved it. That's it. They basically felt like they won game one, 9-5 or 9-6. So then you know game one is opened up, so we think right away, well, I guess we can score with these guys because we put up nine in the first game. And according to Lucic, that was the worst that was thing trap. that could have happened. That was our them. plan. God, I still remember that first game watching it at uh, or Greta or whatever, where we were that we were year. At, uh, and uh kid. And like that first shot goes in, like the second shot or whatever goes in, and you're like, oh my God. But then Connor, like that second intermission was so like nerve wracking because they had oh, gotten man. back in the game. You're like, holy shit, they might, this is going to be an unbelievable night. And then they blew it. But then the second game, they also gave up three goals, like bang, bang, bang. Mm-hmm. And Came then Duncan Keith scored a big one. That was great. Mm-hmm. I think Evan Bouchard had a handful of points. When asked about how the series ended, <laughs> Lucic gave He a- does get points. 
Loves no points. one just counts the fact that Evan Bouchard <laughs> gets I don't points. Remember, I don't remember him being on the ice for any of the goals against either. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm just saying I personally don't remember the whole... <laughs> Listen, I'd had a couple of cocktails during that entire series. There's a lot I don't remember. Um, it goes, every time we said we turned the puck over, it ended up in the back of our net. It was like everything that, it was just uncharacteristic of how we played the entire season and how we did our thing. It was a lack of adjustments because we didn't tighten up at all after that. We didn't tighten up in the neutral zone. We didn't tighten up in the D zone. We just didn't know what to do. All that type of stuff like we did in the regular season. All that type of stuff. All that type of stuff. <laughs> And also, I like every time we turned over the puck, it ended up in the back of our net. Yeah, man, because your goalie couldn't bail you out. Yeah, Jacob Markstrom was, it was terrible. And he also, he said anytime uh, they took a penalty, we yeah, scored. Anytime they took a penalty, it would end up in the net. Writing that goalie needs to stop the puck, don't take penalties against the Oilers. Yeah, man. If But wait, power plays don't happen in the playoffs. I love that narrative. Do you think the Oilers go 30% again this year? Power yeah, play? So. No reason why they can't. Yeah, yeah, especially with Evan, full year of Evan there. Because mm-hmm. the power play got, the power play <laughs> got did better it with Barry. Bouchard there. <laughs> Marginally, Gregor did the math. I listened. I, I listened to the whole rundown. Like I don't care. Three percent or something crazy. Point <laughs> three percent. You throw it like Dan said. You throw a grenade in the room and you watch it go. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. This is what you guys do with Rick and I on the couch. Well. Yeah, sometimes you got it. I love arguing with Rick. Yeah, he's arguing with Rick is fun. He is passionate. You can be positive about something and you'll argue with Rick. And you can never get him to think otherwise. He's gonna gonna appreciate you gave Ken Holland some love there at the start Mm because that was right up Rick's alley. Uh That's a plus side for Kenny. Would not appreciate the Bouchard comments though. No, no. no. (laughs) That is true, actually. This could have been a screaming match. I love it. Oh, Uh, I feel like I can get Rick to say, no, I can't. It's tough. You're never going to. We'll get you guys on the couch next week. His vision is so cloudy. It's like he's got cataracts. (laughs) He is like, yep. (laughs) He sees only in blue and orange. Can't see through that coolie. That is it. That is it. Tyler's a time to stop for an ad? Uh, yeah. (laughs) I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wonderful. What an, what an ad. Liam Personally, actually, even though he's on vacation, specifically requested that we drop that ad in there. Yeah, because he uses it all the time. He uses it all the time. 
He was very excited to use it at his epic day at the M&M factory. It's the funniest fucking Instagram post ever. <laughs> that should be more popular than that Ellen selfie is Liam's picture at the M&M store. <laughs> so funny. If you don't follow Liam's adventures, go follow Which him on one? Liam.pods. <laughs> or Liam.crew.scouting. You're still or, updating that one on the Or Liam sticker. underscore Horobin. Yeah. Follow all the Liam. Or Instagram. anything that has the word Liam in it is him mm-hmm. on Instagram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, there's a yeah, I am Liam. I assume that's him too. Has to be. British podcaster, I believe is the handle of his. Oh. oh, how dare you call him British. He brought some nation gear over for some of his pals. Yeah. Yeah. He said one of his buddies was a big Oilers fan or something yep. like that. Yeah. Good. It's good to have some ON representation across the Hell across yeah. the pond. Across the pond. You know? I uh I was in Heathrow and I was wearing a nation hat and the guy's like, Oh, there's nation. And I was like, What? And he was from Edmonton, but still we were in London. So that's cool. cool. That is cool. Super cool. I love it. Uh for our friends at Will Hawk Beef Jerky. It's time to get to Ask the Idiots. I've got some questions here that have nothing to do with anything, as we do. Three locations in Ed- uh, three locations around the city where you can get Wilhock Beef Jerky. You've got Spruce Grove, you've got Leduc, and you've got West Edmonton Mall. Tyler, I need to know what phase and what entrance. Uh, it's right. Uh, no, come on. You said you knew all the phases. And all yeah, the come on. Entrance 44. You just the cheater, <laughs> cheater. Well, I know where the entrance is. I just needed to make sure I got the number right. Where is it for those of us who don't? By the ice rink. There you go. That's all you need. <laughs> well, there's, oh. there's like four entrances by the ice rink. Well, just go in one of them and you'll be close to Wilhawk. All just, roads lead to the ice rink. Yeah, just sniff. You'll find it. Maybe I'll go to the mall tonight. You should go to the mall yeah. tonight. Just as soon as you walk in, put your tongue on the floor. <laughs> And what? as it gets more delicious, that yeah. means you're getting closer you're to getting Will close. That's exactly how it works. You got to let your tongue lead you. It'll get you to- or you find yourself at Professor Wham's mini golf. It's the true North Star. Yep. Uh, take it from Jay. <laughs> Go lick a floor <laughs> until you find jerky. Lick West Seven to Mall floors. Gentlemen, we have got <laughs> four questions today for Ask the Idiots for our friends at Will Hawk Beef Jerky. <laughs> This one, first one comes in from La Bamba Guy. We're going to start with Jay. Oh. You are guesting on the podcast today. If you could permanently Freaky Friday with anyone on the cast of O&R, whose personality are you taking? Or whose body and personality are you taking? But you're getting their life too, right? Like you mm-hmm. live their life in this cup. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go, so can I, I mix a match or is it is it a one Freaky Answer. Friday? We, I would like to uh, stick heads. to the standard of Freaky yeah. Friday. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Tyler because I want to see the joy. I want to feel the joy that he gets from like drinking a glass of warm tap water. Mm. Like some of those <laughs> so like, specific. some of those like random things that he does. Or also I want to, I want to live life on the edge. Yeah. And eat a fettuccine Alfredo while driving down St. Albert Trail. Mm-hmm. And I also want to know his address so I can share it with everyone on the podcast. I also want to feel the pure elation of a good piss joke that sends him over oh, the edge. That's, so <laughs> that, that's a good one. <laughs> that feels. And I also want to know how much money he actually gambles. Ooh, good one. So you have access to Tyler's betting yes, accounts oh, as yeah. well. I feel like I'm a decent answer for this in all honesty because out of the group, I have the least amount of responsibilities. <laughs> like, Fair enough. My life is generally pretty carefree. Also, I'm also going to get the, the see the joy of the bike ride to the beer store. Yep, 7 a.m. beer runs. Nation Dan, you are freaky friday with one of the folks on ONR. Who would it be? It's the guy that's joined the podcast most recently. It's Liam. 
I same reason as Jay. I want to get inside that guy's head and figure out where some of that stuff comes from. Like, I think of like the theme songs that he's done for this podcast before. Like, I just love to hear the music that's running through his head every day. It's uh, it's an experience. I think I, I want to taste bananas the way he. Yes, tastes bananas. that's yeah, that's, that's love. A buddy, you know how to make everybody in the world. I saw he ate a uh, chicken a buddy, chicken and chip buddy the other day. Perfect. All the buddies. Tyler, you're freaky Friday with somebody who would be. Uh, he's not here, but I'll say Rick. He also lives a relatively carefree lifestyle, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I like I like that. I, li- I also want to know, what's it like running the pint for a busy Friday or Saturday night? Oh. Put myself in Rick's shoes there. I was also going to pick Rick because I would like to know what it's like to be a little bit jacked. <laughs> yeah, he's very strong. He goes to the gym very early in the morning mm. before I even wake up. When we switch back, he would get back in his body and be like, what did you do to this? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it'd be purely damaged. This was here before. Atrophy doesn't take that long to set in, does it? Yeah, just me and Rick switch back and he's all deflated. (laughs) Where are my abs? Yeah. So, Rick, sorry, buddy. I'm going to ruin that temple of yours. Uh, Next up, Tyler, I'm going to start. Why can I sing really high all of a sudden? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Tyler, I'm starting with you. Okay. The business dad, this one comes in from Cody. The business daddies at Playmaker are creating a slam ball league. Yes. Which nation site wins it all? Who is your MVP? And which nation site comes dead last? Okay. So it's Canucks Army, Flames Nation, Oilers Nation, Jets Nation, Leafs Nation. And Daily, and daily Face Off. And do we include hockey fights? Oh, you got to include <laughs> hockey fights. It's the whole network. There you go. What team am I on? I mean, you'd probably be Team ON. Team ON wins. I'm MVP. Team that comes last is Jets Nation. Sorry, Angus. <laughs> Sorry, Angus. But I just don't think it's Angus a, could do it. It's a tough sled for Angus. I like yeah. you yeah. name yourself MVP. Yeah, like, but like automatic. Like, <laughs> yeah. He was yeah. just waiting to find out what team he was Without on. Without a doubt. Dude, think how high I could jump on a trampoline. And I'm long. Good reach. Yeah, but coordination, though? Very skinny. Would be hard to wrap up. Slip just around. think of Josh and I in the net, though. Like, on that tramp blocking the net from you. Mm-hmm. Huh? Fair. That's and John tough. Scott. And John Scott. There you go. Well, Nation Dan, you're up next. We're playing slam ball. Which nation site wins it? Who loses and who's the MVP? I think Hockey Fights makes it to the final, but we probably lose to DFO. And I bet you Frank Saravalli is like an underrated slam ball player. So I'm going to say DFO wins it in the championship against John Scott, Josh, and I in Hockey Fights in the final. Jay, we're playing slam ball as a network. Which team wins it? Who's the MVP? Who comes last? So I'm going to say the ants an answer, and then the conspiracy theorists out there are going to feel supported. <laughs> but I think it's Barn Burner, Flames Nation. Whoa! Because remember them at ice hockey? They mm-hmm. were good. They were. Yeah, yeah, they were so good. you got Pinder, who is good athlete, good athlete, insanely competitive. Complete you got animal. Rhett Warner, yep. who his shoulders are five feet wide. Uh, and is an intimidating mofo. Uh, you got Boomer, who's there to get things pumped up. You got the Wolverine. He'd be a he's a competitor. He'll, he'll take your knees out, uh, and he competes. You got Pike, yep. wearing a cardigan, oh. throwing you off. Absolutely, yeah. Coach, he's the coach. Like the that's that's that scares me. Mm. Uh, and I'd say who finishes last? Yep. I'm gonna say DFO finishes last. <laughs> I'm gonna no, go. I, I could be like Frank, being like, "Nope, not a trampoline guy." Oh man, yeah. 
Gregs like, is going to be aggressive in the paint, though. Frank's like they only oh, do. Oh, tra- that's like, but where? Where's Gregor on the fence? He's a he's a hybrid oh, yeah, too. He's, yeah, I suppose he could be. But there. I guess we'll put. Yeah, you're, yes, that does separate from Tyler. Wherever Tyler goes, Gregs doesn't. Oh there you go. yeah, okay. Well, point. then I'm taking Tyler on On. He's taller. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, then I'm going to go. I'm going to call out quads in favor. I'm yeah. going to say Ca. Yeah. And Stefan Roger. Yeah. So for me, I'm going to go Team On wins. Hands down. Who's the MVP? I'm going to say Jay's the MVP because he's very competitive when we play sports. You're also tall. I think you get in the mix. Be a good MVP pick. Good MVP pick. Uh, Who comes dead last? Ball. My toss-up is between DFO and Canucks Army. And the reason I say that is because I can see Frank saying, we don't trampoline in the U.S. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. No, like his anti-hot tub stance? Yeah, his anti-hot tub stance has been stuck in my head since January, and I can't shake it. I bet you Frank loves a tramp, a good trampoline. I don't think he does. I don't think he does. <laughs> Ask him on the next show. Let's do I'm, it. I'm I'm still trying to. I want to build a list of things that Frank does like. Pappy Van Winkle. Mm-hmm. He loves that. Or a good bourbon. Uh, a nice red. A nice picture at the beach. A lovely picture of the beach. He loves going to the beach. Mm-hmm. He loves golf. Loves golf. He loves Tyler. Does love Tyler. Oh. So I'm actually gonna my losing team. I'm gonna say is uh, Canucks Army. One quads is tiny. I'm flicking him off like a fly. Like. You need to have some inertia in air for in air contact. Yeah, like that's where size matters. Yeah, I know Faber has got knee issues. Yep. So he's not going to be wanting to be well, on the trampoline. Let's, let's say he's got a really good brace. Like he could be a force. He could be a force, he but be. I'm. Uh, I'm he's, also he's athletic. Football and baseball. Hundred percent. But I'm also cheap. I will attack that knee. <laughs> that's true. And slam ball, there's no. Ain't no prisoners. Yeah. So I'm going to say Canucks Army is the loser. So there you go. Good that's question. I like that question. Yeah. Next question. This one comes in from our boy Dukes. Uh, I'll start with Nation Dan here. You can steal one player from any team in the league without cap ramifications as a franchise type player. Who would it be? For this Edmonton Oilers team? Is it just for this year? Or do they stay for good? You get one year. I, I think I would bring it in just for the fact that it would just... It would be so good for this team in the chemistry. I'm going to go to Florida and grab Matthew Kachuk. Ooh, spicy. I think it would just be fun to have him on this team and just piss some more people off. Because we have enough speed to to, yes. yeah, to put around him, yeah. yeah that's not a bad pick. Jay, you get to steal one player from any team, any position, no cap ramifications for one year. Kale McCarr. Great. That's, yeah, that's... That, uh, I was going to say hurt in a car, call Kale McCarr. That's, that was going to be my pick. That's a good lawyer jingle if he was a lawyer. Uh, <laughs> but I'll go a different direction. I'll say Ilya Sorokin. I think he's the best goalie in the league. Yeah. Ooh, that's a nice one. I like that. Uh, to be different. Hmm. Hmm. You know what? I'm just going to say it. The Oilers need wingers, right wingers specifically. There's one who is chasing the all-time goal record. Ovi playing beside Connor is a lot of goals in the net. That'd be unreal. They could do a power play with no demon. Just... Dry settle on one side and Ovi on the other and just have McDavid at the top being like, all right, who are you not going to cover? Yeah. Somebody's going to be wide open and someone's going to tattoo it through the yeah. net. So that's my pick. Shout out to Dukes for that one. Last question for us, idiots, for our friends at Will Hawk Beef Jerky. Tyler, I'm coming back to you first. You only get to eat one dessert for the rest of your life. What is it? Black Forest cake. Oh, that was quick. You even or creme brulee. What? Oh, you're Those a plant are, guy. Wow. Hey, interesting. Those are two very different. Very different. I do love a good black forest cake. Which one are you picking, though? You only get one you for the rest one. of your life. Black forest cake. Nice. 
Jay, you got one dessert. My for family the rest always of your- makes fun of me. It's always my birthday cake of choice. It's a good choice. It's a great cake, right? Fantastic. I don't know why I get ridiculed. <sighs> Jay, you get one dessert for the rest of your life. What is it? One dessert. Um, so, this is something my mom used to make me. And it's this, it's chocolate cake with butterscotch pudding. Oh, that sounds lovely. So, like, butterscotch pudding, like, insertion okay. into the chocolate cake. And I don't, I haven't had it in hundreds of years, but I think about it all the time. Sure. Almost like a lava cake? It's not cake? even, like, the sentimental value of it. It's, I fucking loved it. Yeah. Um, that. Would the, would the liquid ooze out when you cut it kind of thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh perfect. That's a nice yeah, lava no, cake. No, it was good. Because, like, butterscotch is, it doesn't, you know, it's it's underrated. Yeah. Underrated for sure. Uh, so, I'm going to go with that. And if I had to take something that's actually real. Um, no, only one answer. Yeah. Uh I was going to say my mom's banana cupcakes, but because I'm on one answer, I'll go with a carrot cake with a good cream cheese icing. Oh, yeah. The, oh, that is really not a carrot cake. I, and I know it's a weird cake to choose because, yeah, it's I mean, it was designed for, like, rations in the World War or something. But, yeah, I just love <laughs> I it. I find it delicious. Yeah. Love a get carrot some, cake. Get some good nuts in there. I feel like my answer is a little bit cheating, but I'm going to say it anyway. I'm going to say Neapolitan ice cream <laughs> because then I got three flavors. It's a decent play. You can do you can do all three if you like, or you can just scrape one out. Awesome. Well, if you had to rank the flavors, like I I used to eat them individually. Yeah, one at a time. So then I would go chocolate, uh, chocolate, strawberry, vanilla. Wow, yeah, that's the right. I would leave the strawberry in the container. What? I don't like strawberry. There's something about the fake strawberry. Really yeah. like. I don't it's know why. Me. It doesn't make sense. I don't think. Yeah, I think I don't think you're alone in thinking that. Like fake strawberry flavoring, fake banana flavoring. Yeah. Those just drive me nuts. But the fake banana flavoring is the actual banana flavor. I think I did that last week. On yeah, the last I, I was on the podcast. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Fun facts from Dan. Liam's not on the podcast, but he will pick cheesecake. Yes. Oh, but he picks one. one. Yeah, well, that's you can that pick is. the multi-pack and then you have. Uh, I wonder if, if he's observing Cheesecake Wednesdays while he's I hope back so. home in, in Britain. Damn it. If we can't have consistency when he's on holiday, then what are we even doing here? You know? Does he get a burger at the pitches that he goes to to? Yeah, there's no burger review. Didn't he go to... Um, he went to a Bolton game. A go Bolton Wanderers. game, and he went to uh, the same field that Ted Lasso plays at, but what team is there? Crystal Palace? Yeah. What a vacation. Yep. When's he back anyway? I don't Never. know. I texted him the other day. He said six more weeks. I was like, pardon? <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Where's Liam in the world? Could be anywhere. His Still got the mustache like, in case you were worried. Mm-hmm. It's like Groundhog Day. It's all that matters. All right, gentlemen, let's wrap up the podcast with some hot, cold performance for our friends at Star Mechanical. Star Mechanical is, of course, one of Edmonton's biggest locally owned and operated plumbing and heating businesses. They've been working within the community for over 20 years, and many of the homes built in Edmonton over that span have had their plumbing and heating systems installed by Star Mechanical. Essentially, what I'm telling you is if you want pros doing the job, which you should, Star Mechanical is your pick. Boys, as we always do, we start off with our veggies, with our cold performers of the week. Looking at Nation Danny is sitting right in front of me. You are up first, sir. Your star mechanical cold performer of the week. This is a weird one to put out in the ethos, but it's something that's been bugging me since it came out about two weeks ago, and it's going to go to Wayne Gretzky for his comment on a podcast or whatever where he said that he ate eats four hot dogs, two slices of pizza, and drank two Diet Cokes before every game. How is that even possible? Very I, clearly bullshit. I'm I'm calling bullshit on it. I'm annoyed by it. It looks silly. I've heard Wayne this Gretzky. rumor for years. I just, that it was like, I didn't know the quantity, but I knew it was pizza and hot dogs. I was, I'm so tempted to just say, you know what? This year, I'm going to eat four hot dogs, 
two slices of pizza and drink two Thai Cokes and run five kilometers every game uh, and see if I can survive. Have you seen DK Metcalf talk about what he eats every day? No. He has a coffee mm. and then he eats a giant bag of candy. Same. Nice. One or two. He either eats nice. one or two giant bags of candy and then he eats one meal. Gotta have veneers, right? And no he, way you're eating that much candy. And in your he he is a unit. Right? Bad candy know. gets your sugars in. <laughs> I right. just, like, we all have seen pictures of Gretzky in the 80s. There's never, like, the man wasn't right? eating four hot no. dogs. Yeah, 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 but, but something like, like Tyler I, could eat that and not gain a pound. Okay, we're all doing I it this four chocolate covered <laughs> almonds, and I was good for basically the whole day. So, makes you think. <laughs> How do you, you eat just four chocolate? Oppenheimer two or what? How, uh, how do you eat just four? I just was done. I resealed I would up eat the bag. Four I eat four million. Almonds. Like we got a bag in the house right now, and I'm just dreading when it opens because the thing is, I eat them like Tic Tacs, but Tic Tacs are a calorie attack. These things are like a hundred calories yeah. a nut. Mm-hmm. Are Tic Tacs calorie attack too? No, minor. That's their whole thing. It's yeah. like one calorie. Right. Okay. Oh, here's your button, by the way. Yes. We have been hoodwinked, bamboozled, led okay. astray, run amok, and flat out deceived. <laughs> yeah, Wayne. Come on, Wayne. <laughs> Jay, you're up next. You are a star mechanical cold performer of the week. I need to call out an Edmonton personality. All right. So tonight, sorry, last night, at the Riverhawks game, we had the home run derby. And the person throwing BP, and I know it's, I have to take accountability for my actions as well, but this was also <laughs> everyone else in the contest complaining about the same thing. So I'm sorry, Cam Moon. <laughs> we were begging you to throw it lower. He was throwing it so high, you couldn't get underneath it. And when you did, you couldn't get any power on it. <laughs> so I, I I have to blame I'm not putting all the blame on you. I kept saying <laughs> throw it lower. He came up to me. How do you want to throw? I'm like low, 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 and just couldn't get there. So like, what I what I have hit a home run if he threw it lower? We'll never know. But that's where my sweet spot was. He asked where it was, and he he missed it for everyone. He was there was this little kid there. He was throwing it over the kid's head. Yeah, you saw it. Mm-hmm. He just didn't want to get tagged. Cam Moon has no social media and does not listen to this show, so he'll never know. Well, maybe I'll send the so, clip to him. Hey, man, you do you do great play by play for uh, for beauty. for the Oilers. Nice so guy. I got a lot of love for you, BP. And I know you're a big BP BP guy, but man, you you stitched me last night and what? everyone else. What the hell is going on? You didn't. You don't have to swing at the pitches, though, do you? Kind of limit. Yeah. Oh, was yeah. it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Kind of. I didn't know all the rules. Got it. Yeah. Fair. Right. Enough. Like even Aaron. Aaron, who does like he's up in that box. Yeah. He was yelling at him to throw a lower. Oh no! <laughs> like everyone saw. I went to the. I went. I went back to our box, and my buddy's like, "Man, those pitches were high." I'm like, "I know." So it just kind of. So like I was like, because I really want I I, I really wanted to hit a home run, but if I didn't, I really wanted to come close. Yeah. And I hit a couple like decent ones, but they weren't like ones where I'm like, oh, and that's, I wanted that because so many people stayed to watch. I know. And it hurts. Tyler, uh, for Star Mechanical, you're cold from the week. Mine's one of the Toronto Blue Jays. Never have I been more frustrated by a team that's in a playoff spot. It's miserable watching them right now. That's all. Expand, please. There, imagine if every game the Oilers played, 
it was like, oh my God, they got like decent goaltending. Oh, the defense actually played well. They got three goals from the third and fourth lines. And then their top six just like scored on themselves twice. It's, they can't hit with runners in scoring position. The table setters are doing the job. And then it's just like Vladdy, Springer, Chapman are just like fart noise, fart noise, fart noise. It was very frustrating watching them this week. I'm very upset. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's cold. How's the new guy? Is he throwing gas? Is he uh, pitching? Oh, Hicks. Yeah, Hicks is sick. He had this sinker the other day that was like 101 right on the inside top corner. Oh, disgusting. You can't touch it. Any chance he stays? I think he'll be too expensive. Ah, come on. They got money. They do. Let's go. Come New on. New kid making his debut tonight, though. I'm excited for it. Davis Schneider. Uh, my star mechanical cold performer of the week is I wasn't even there. But on behalf of the team, I felt it. Last weekend, we had an Oilers Nation team event at the Elks game. So Kennedy organized it. Everybody got together, went to the Elks game, and the Elks didn't even get a point. That was the second time in 43 days that they had been shut out. And in a league where you get a point for kicking the ball through the end zone... Getting shut out is wild. So the Edmonton Elks, you are 0-8 or 0-9. You still get my cold performer of the week and probably for everybody who's been to a game recently or in the last three years. You're as cold as ice. The Edmonton Oilers, the next Edmonton-based team to win a game in Commonwealth. I do love that joke. It's a great bit. It's a great bit. It's coming. I mean, kind of looking likely. It's coming. TBH. All right, let's end off the podcast with some hot performers and some good news from our lives. We're going to reverse the order. Tyler, you're up first. Your star mechanical hot performer of the week. I'm going to go with the duo of Tyler and Dan for building the Ikea furniture. It was <laughs> McDavid and Drysaddle-esque, the way Dan was doing all the work. He'd pull everything out of the wrappers, get all sorted up, and then just lay it right in front of me, kind of like Drysaddle on the power play. And all I had to do was just finish it off. It was a good teamwork. And the Sounds chairs like he's are McDavid and you were Drysaddle. That's what I said. Oh, I thought you made it seem like he was dry. No, I said he was McDavid buzzing around, doing all the work, getting everything set up, and then just putting it on a platter for me. I ah. just sat crisscross on the ground and just put all the bolts in, and we are done. It's Good work. Getting hot in here. Jay, you're up next. You're a star mechanical hot form of the week. Tyler's shouting himself out a lot. <laughs> he is, yep. yeah. Like, he is like giving... It's good to shout out Dan yeah. for setting it up. Mm-hmm. He's like, the probably MVP. Probably have to include himself. Oh, hey. in no, he's no. the MVP of there. our slam ball league, that I is. Am. Yeah, he is, uh, now he's he's Leon Dreisaitl also. Confidence is key. <laughs> Welcome back. I respect the confidence. Uh, my hot performer is uh, also baseball themed. Shout out to the Edmonton River Hawks for an amazing fan experience season. I think yeah. they've really, the product is good. Fantastic. It is entertaining and they're seeing it with the numbers. The attendance is just amazing there now. So it's just awesome to see when you put in a good solid effort and kind of understand your community. Uh, what uh, what kind of fruits it bears? So it's it's cool. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Nation Dan, you are up next with your star mechanical hot performer of the week. I missed the episode last week, uh, and so my hot performer of the week is just going to go to the Ekholm baby Leon uh, for just becoming more and more of an Oilers family in this city. I love yeah, to see he's an Edmontonian and Edmonton born and raised Oilers need more of that. I know that was done via trade, but now the families can see that the Eckholms are excited to be here and everybody else should make a big Edmonton Oilers family. He's a hot guy. And shout out to them for going to get the Flaufenhausen, which is the, of course the crib from Ikea. There you go. Right. The Flaufenhausen. 
Uh, probably a bookshelf uh, or something. I have no idea. <laughs> Could be anything, really. Uh, my hot performer of the week is for Star Mechanical. I don't really have anything. Oh, I'm going to Avenged Sevenfold tonight. It's a free concert because I bought the tickets ages ago. Uh, yeah. So shout out to me. I'm going to go spend a bunch of money because I got a free concert to go to. This is why I'm hot. I'm hot because I'm fly. You ain't because you not. And an honorary one goes to Waz for, again, stretching on Tyler's new furniture. Feed off the furniture, Waz! <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I have to re-put it back together again. For our friends at Oodle Noodle, the Hot Hot Box, Cornerstone Insurance, Wilhock Beef Jerky, and Star Mechanical, I want to thank you for listening. I also want to give a shout-out to our friends at Betway. What are you, how are you doing on this series against the Orioles? Manoa has struck out six batters in back-to-back starts. Betway has Manoa six plus K's plus J's money line together at five to one. That is a good bet. It's a good bet. Oh. Provided that you are 19 plus, that you is, can do so responsibly. You can on. tail Tyler. I am going to tail him on that one as Let's well. Let's go. I'm loading up the app right now. Let's have a great weekend, everybody. Have you listened? Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.